Hi, I'm Michael Foss. And I'm Austin Foster. Welcome to the Method of Making Podcasts, where two normal people talk about their creative journey and hope to encourage and inspire you to press on in your own. Come sit with us. All right. Uh, good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course. Um, we are here for another episode of the podcast on a very windy day in Austin, yep. Texas. But uh, there's no wind in here no. where we're at. No, thank the Lord, because yeah. uh, we've tried wind before. We have. And it, it defeated us. It did. In a As mighty did way. that little dog. <laughs> that this dog is going to make a cameo every... Truly, yeah, we'll yeah. have him edited oh my gosh. all the time. But it is, we are in a in a really wonderful spot this yes, morning. We are, yeah. And uh, and today we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff. Yep. Um, we'll be talking about honesty in our creative works, whether it's, you know, writing, art, music, whatever it is that we're doing, we're going to be talking about honesty. Um, And this is a really special podcast because it is our first one where we have um, a special guest with us. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, and today our special guest is none other than Logan Daniel Garza, or otherwise known as Wild Man. Um, good morning, Logan. Good how morning. are you? Good morning. How are you? Doing and great. we are in his home. We are. So That's this why there's is no wind. So special. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in his um, studio, which is why you can actually hear us a lot better this morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it was made for this. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not perfectly treated, but you know, a lot of magic happens yeah, in here. That's oh, yeah. right. That's I, right. Yeah, I feel the magic. As soon as we walked in, I felt tingling. The magic. Right. Yeah, tingling. That's exactly right. I want to just comment on. Um, the vibe of this room being yeah. like sun at my back, just like you look warming good. me. Yeah, I just feel like this is in my, this is like for the best. Yeah, I agree. Like y'all, this is gonna be our best podcast, and then it's all gonna go downhill. For you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you're here listening to this one uh, because uh, really we are so excited to talk with Logan Daniel Garza about not just who he is as a creative uh, person, but what kind of motivates him and also how he approaches writing in general. And so we hope that you get a little peek behind the curtain of what it means to pursue uh, something creative yeah. mm-hmm. with your whole life and with all of who you are. Yeah. Because uh, Logan Daniel also doesn't uh, do this as a like, job necessarily mm-hmm. uh yep. mm-hmm. he works another job just like us right and yeah. it just kind of fits that theme that we want to we want to bring you into the life of creative people that are really trying to find their way to do what they love no matter what where they find themselves yep. and yep. so that's what makes me so excited uh you have actually released some music recently yeah yeah, and actually, before you start, let me just say to the listeners, if you have not gone to Spotify and listened to yes, his music, please do. Uh, you can you can find him, what, Spotify? Any, anywhere. anywhere you can find music. Anywhere. Yeah. Just look for Wild Man, and you are going to be treated to some very beautiful music. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. So please, please take a look, and then uh, come on back, and let's hear from Logan. Yeah. Yeah, so first off, a little bit about me. I am severely... ADHD, um, and I've had upwards of twenty concussions in my life. Oh my god! So oh my goodness, the way that I talk can seem a little circuitous, mm. 
Um, I can definitely go off into some tangents, but (laughs) it's only because I'm so passionate about this that I like, this is what I stim on, you know? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, uh, pardon the tangents and everything, but okay. So where I started, um, I'm going to mainly talk about myself as a songwriter. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would say that I'm a multifaceted artist. Mm -hmm. As well as musician, um, I've tried to cultivate many different um, pursuits, many different crafts in my life, including writing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to talk about songwriting. So I grew up in a musical family. I grew up with a dad who was a songwriter and performer who would play what seemed like every other weekend. Mm. Yep. Me and all my siblings would go and dance around. Um, we would go hang out with them in their rehearsal spaces. And he was in the band with his two brothers. Mm-hmm. They odd kids as well, come from a big Hispanic family. Like, we were together all the time. Wow. And every time we were together, multiple times a week, it would eventually lead to some kind of yeah. family jam. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, at the very least, karaoke, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They were always trying to instill in us musicality. They always wanted us to sing. Yeah. Um, you know, if we started playing an instrument as little as we could, <laughs> they'd want us to do that. They want yeah. us to beat on yeah. a drum or strum along on a guitar. That's so cool. Um, so that's that's where music started for me and yeah. in my life. So it's yeah, always yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I grew up trying to learn a couple different instruments. I started on drums. Um, I played a little bass. And early on, I I mean, I sang before I did anything. So, you know, I remember the days when I only played bass and I would play Don't Stop Believing on the bass (laughs) and just perform that and sing it. Yeah. And that's all. Like, that was my performance, bass and singing. Yeah. Love it. Freaking love it. Let's bring that back. Yeah. Let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. Um, stringed instruments didn't really make sense to me at first. It mm-hmm. wasn't super innate. Like yeah. drums felt a little more innate, but I loved singing so much. I wanted a more melodic instrument. Mm-hmm. So my dad, who's also, um, you know, multifaceted musician, yeah. uh, what's the word? Multidisciplined mm-hmm. musician. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to play a little bit of piano. So he taught me how to play a triad. Okay. Yeah. In the key of C, mm-hmm. no yeah. black keys there. Okay. You can mix and match whatever you want as long as you have that one, three, five in your right. right hand, you know. <laughs> and um, that immediately sent me on a completely new trajectory, which yeah. was songwriting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. As wow. soon as I had the autonomy and the little bit of skill it took to mm-hmm. string chords together, yeah, there was almost an immediate reaction and inspiration in me to mm. write songs. Yeah, mm. that's right. Um, I think I've always been, I've always gravitated toward music that is very melodic mm. and singers mm. who really take the front stage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of all music, but I mean, sure. I'm talking like vocalists. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and so early on, I, I mean... I was a middle child for my first like seven years. Yeah. So I've got the middle child syndrome. <laughs> we like to say in my family, my youngest 
uh, my almost said daughter, my youngest sister saved me from a life of middle child syndrome, <laughs> but, you know, did enough damage in those first seven years. So yeah. I, I was always a very sensitive kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and always drawn to pretty melodramatic music. Yeah. It just felt good to sing along to something that made you feel something. Yeah. And we're going to get back to that later when we start talking about honesty and and all that, but um, I was pretty early on drawn to writing songs that were pretty melodramatic. Mm-hmm. And I think melodramatic, it, it can be a bad word. I, I mean it in the best way. I think I just mean yeah. it like, yeah. I think it's like sincere, yeah. earnest yeah. songs mm-hmm. um, about how you feel. I've, yeah. I've, I've yeah. always wanted, I think maybe my deepest desire, even as a kid, and when I'm when I learned that how to play piano, I'm talking like nine years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the middle child syndrome mixed with being musical and like loving all these vocalists, it it gave me a a place to try to make myself understood mm-hmm. to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think my, like it's my biggest desire and my biggest fear on the opposite side is like to be understood and loved mm-hmm. and almost even yeah. cherished yep. for sharing who I you know, really am or right. what's happening yeah. deeper down. I think that's true for probably, probably everyone. Yeah. I assume yeah. everyone wants yeah. that, right? right? But I think I've found my pursuit of that mm-hmm. through writing songs. Yeah. And so from an early age, I attempted that, yeah. you know, pretty quickly on in middle school, it became about girls, right. yeah. Yeah. relationships, breakups, yeah. Yeah. love songs, <laughs> all, you know, the whole gambit. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> um, Do you think you were aware of that at that young of yeah. an age that that was what you were pursuing in writing mm-hmm. the, those songs or or is this more of like as you've grown? you look back and yeah, go, oh man, I think that's what I was trying to do. Um, not that one is better than the other, but <clears throat> right. just curious if, totally. if you had that like kind of awareness to it. Yeah, I'm not sure that I knew exactly what was going on in the way that I can explain it now. Yeah. Right, right. I think I knew that music, like my family piano, mm-hmm. I remember coming home from school almost every day and sitting down at it, mm. making noise and singing along. Mm-hmm. It was a safe space for me. It was a place that I could play. You know, like as yeah. a kid, that mm-hmm. was one of my my playscapes, right? Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was just the musical landscape. Um, and in a house with so many people, so many things going on, you know, my mom's taking care of babies and my older brother's four years older. He's mm-hmm. doing high school stuff or whatever. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bad environment at all it was amazing but it could get lonely you yeah, know and yeah, so sure. finding my own place um at the piano at the time you know mm-hmm. i think it was a safe place for me yeah cool. um and i think i knew that yeah 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 it's good even if i didn't know everything else quite yet mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's awesome but i think i quickly learned you know in high school um especially getting to work with, I, um, I was, uh, mentored by some 
amazing older artists. Yeah. I think they helped me put a lot of words to who I am as an artist and what I use yeah. art for early yeah. on, which mm-hmm. is I'm so privileged to have had those relationships. I think I learned, you know, those high school years that um, the language that I might have started putting to it then was it was a coping mechanism yeah. for me. It was mm-hmm. music and songwriting was a way for me to figure out how I feel and what I think mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just cope with life. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is really beautiful because when I think when you um it's so funny. I we just I think I'm hearing us want to go into the honesty and yeah, writing yeah, part totally. of it because yeah. of how essential it is. But <laughs> right. the that the fact that art for you is a coping mechanism personally or like music in general mm-hmm. and playing or it becomes an actual outlet for you and for the listener. Absolutely. And so yeah. it's it's amazing how mm-hmm. um, art connects people to um, something deeper in, within themselves yep. and then that helps other people connect to themselves. It's a it's Absolutely. a fascinating yeah. Yeah. world. Absolutely. Which I think is why the danger of not creating something honest yeah. uh, can lead people in ways that aren't helpful. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. and it can sound cool and we can love it and, and we can read things that are silly and, and have nothing to really do with anything in life. But, yeah. um, but even those moments are a type of coping. For like sure. it's a, yeah. we want to maybe escape the realities yeah. that we're in, or maybe we're looking to get drawn into the, the reality yeah. of something like mm-hmm. a breakup song. Like, uh, I too, growing up, was incredibly um, into like the punk emo side of things, and the fact that they could sing about how a girl crushed their heart <laughs> um, in the most dramatic yeah, ways yeah, uh, gave me a place to go. Oh, I'm not alone when that happens, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I, it kind of prepares you even for yeah. when it does happen, and yeah. you're like. Oh wait, I have language for this, right. and uh, and so I just thought that was really interesting uh, when you said that. Of yeah. it's a safe place for you, and by you pursuing the safe place, mm-hmm. it welcomes other people into a safe place, yeah, which absolutely. is just so cool. Yeah. I mean, are we are we getting into this now? I, uh, it not? feels like we want it. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's it. Do okay, it. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. It, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. I mean, this is a part. Of artistry that I think about yeah. pretty much nonstop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that in, I think. Well, let's go back to to the first time that I think most people know that they're drawn to honesty is hearing it from somebody else, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Because it takes a lot of bravery to be honest, mm-hmm. and most of the time in most of our lives, being human and insecure people, it takes time. To build that courage, yeah, or yeah. to see the example of it before you, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, that felt good." Yeah, experiencing that from them. Yes, and that's like for me in high school. I started finding I wanted to be honest when I'm listening to yeah. dudes like Damien Rice or Ray LaMontagne. Oh, yeah, like just heart on their yeah. sleeve, and yeah. it's so cathartic. And I'm like, that that's me. Yeah. I'm listening to myself. Yeah, I want to do that for other people mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. So going a little more like high level, I think honesty is innately 
human mm-hmm. towards connectivity. Like it promotes human connection. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of other things that are human, like sure. relate to the human experience, like lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a yeah. human experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But whereas lying leads to mistrust mm-hmm. yeah. and not feeling safe yeah. as a protective measure against each other, I use the, my lie to separate myself from yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's the opposite. Yeah. It promotes mm-hmm. safety, mm-hmm. trust. It's a reaching out to your fellow human yeah mm-hmm. to your brother or sister yeah and it's not completely just cathartic for you absolutely it actually yeah. promotes health within others yeah absolutely yeah. because i i think even in terms i love that you use that lie versus honesty thing mm-hmm. is i think in that moment we actually are desiring the same thing yeah. and it's at least for me it was i'm lying so that you don't hate me right yeah. like i don't want you to I actually want to protect this relationship. Yeah. So I think if I tell you a lie, mm-hmm. it will keep us together. Right. But in reality, what that does is it actually disintegrates a yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Where honesty provides that immediate opportunity yeah, exactly. for actual connection. Yeah. So I love that you use that kind of the two sides of that coin because mm-hmm. I do think the desire is almost the same. Yeah. I want to feel loved. So I don't think I can present all of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, by being all of who you are, it allows you to receive actual love. Totally. Yeah. So I love that. Mm -hmm. If you're lied, if you're loved in your lie, are you really being loved at all? Right. Yeah. You're just, you're surviving in a pretty miserable state. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can, we can tell, right? Like when you are listening to a song and you can tell that it's made not from an honest perspective or based on everything we're talking about now, you, you can feel it. And you're trying to convince me of what this song is about, but I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't understand it. Or I'm even put off from it because you're trying to represent something that's not true to you and to the human experience. Yeah. Because that's what all good art is. It's a safe space. Like you kind of said, Logan, a safe space for us to come and feel those deeper parts of ourselves yeah. that maybe someone else has already put into words for us mm-hmm. or we can put it into words ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it's very easy to spot when someone is not being honest in their work, Absolutely. especially songwriting. Yeah. I think as creatures that use language as our, one of our main tools of survival, mm-hmm. I think it even makes sense to say, you know, evolutionarily, we have learned to sniff out yeah. mm-hmm. what is untrue mm-hmm. because what is untrue is unsafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that humans, we can, we can smell the bullshit from a mile. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when you, you said that this is something that you think of a mm-hmm. lot in your creativity, uh, what, what are some of the things that you find yourself maybe during the writing session that you're doing or in review of what you've written, Mm -hmm. are there, are there things that you're trying to be mindful of, Hmm. uh, either in the moment or do you let the moment come and then review and tweak? Hmm. What are maybe some of your processes in in this pursuit of honesty in in songwriting? Yeah. Because part of what we're doing is not only just discussing the things that we make, but also, hopefully helping other people that are listening mm-hmm. maybe get some practical steps 
yeah. for how they can be honest, how they yeah. can actually create better work through <clears throat> what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like I can already tell this one's going to go in a million different tangents, <laughs> so bear with me. Um, okay, let's go back to like bravery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes courage to be honest. Yeah. So first you need to practice being honest with yourself, which is incredibly tough to do. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think I have um, spent a good amount of my life aware that I am trying to practice and become a better honest person. Mm. So it starts with being honest in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. That be just being someone who doesn't have a front, mm-hmm. yeah. who doesn't have a wall. Mm-hmm. I, I think it goes without saying. We're talking about honesty in a genuine and kind way, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just... more genuineness and and less like telling the tr- truth factually. Sure. It's like sure. being genuine. Sincerity. Sincerity. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And willing to make a fool of yourself yeah. for honesty's sake yeah. because honesty... Right. is often the thing that connects you yeah. to friends yeah. or mm-hmm. strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or even, I mean, honesty, that is painful at the beginning, but produces yeah. connectivity in the end. Absolutely. You know? yep. I think I have tried to cultivate a mindset that is fairly, like, thick-skinned yeah. even in that, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing most of the time to be honest. Yeah. It it's risky mm-hmm. because yeah. because as just as you said a second ago, if you want to be loved yeah. but you lie, yeah. um, you might accomplish it. Yeah. You might give that person what yeah. you, what they want. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not actually yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the lies. Love they love the lie. Yeah, yeah. So honesty is risky because you're really putting your your real self yeah. forward yeah. and they could not love it. That's right. 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 And yeah. you could fall on your face and you could be embarrassed, yep. yeah. but it's worth it mm-hmm. because if they do yeah. Yeah. respond well, if they do love, yeah. then that's yours to, to keep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's bring that back to songwriting. I mean, um, when I sit down to write, it is often not intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried to think of myself as a channel to mm-hmm. something else. Um, there's a book that I've read called The Artist's Way, mm-hmm. Julia Cameron. She would say that, you know, we're all creatives and we all have this access to the great creator who wants to great create things through us. Yeah. I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. And along with cultivating honesty in all parts of my life, I think I've tried to cultivate a process that is mostly just open mm-hmm. to be used as a tool instead of trying to force myself mm-hmm. to use the tools that I have to get my own agenda across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so my process, if you've listened to my music and even if you haven't, my music is very sad most of the time. <laughs> At least it's melancholic. Yeah. yeah. I think that 
it it doesn't bother me when people call my music sad because often it really is. Yeah. 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 But it's also often not because right. I think what I'm really just trying to be is real, mm-hmm. honest. And I think real life is not one thing ever at a time. Yeah, good. There's the yeah. sadness mixed in with the hope. Yeah. There's joy mixed in with pain. Yeah. yeah. And that is really what I'm trying to show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I think my process mainly comes from listening mm. and kind of always writing poetry as I see the world in my head. Mm-hmm. And if it's... Um, Oftentimes, I, I like if it's good enough, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a, a great way to think about it, but, you know, I said I had ADHD. If there's a good idea that pops up, it typically catches my attention. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I just have words in my brain that I'm, I'm not even yeah. thinking about, yeah. Yep. Yeah. but I'm trying to tune myself to listen to mm-hmm. this inspiration, and then when it's like, oh my God, yeah. what did, what did something right. just say in my head <laughs> yeah whatever the heck that was yeah. no yeah. yeah um was it me was it the great creator was it something else yeah what, whatever that was it's good and yeah. it inspires me and then i'll write it down yeah. i have a constant ever-growing lyric idea list cool. in my in my notes app nice. um but See, then everyone it, needs to do that i'm saying oh, i'm trying i i got one of those too and absolutely. it's just like oh it's amazing absolutely yeah, yeah. um so if the idea is I've come to learn like, oh, that's just a fun idea for the future. Yeah. And I don't really feel any inspiration past that sentence mm-hmm. or that paragraph mm-hmm. or that just general idea. Mm-hmm. But then there are times where I'm like, and then there are times where I'm like, oh man, I, yeah. I need to, there is a thread here. Yeah. And I know that if I pull that thread, yeah. it is going to unravel. Yeah. And I need to be disciplined enough to say yes to that right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That often means dropping whatever I'm doing at the yeah. time. I mean, yeah. bless my wife. <laughs> I've shushed her and like, hey, I gotta go to the other room. Something's happening. <laughs> so many times. She's so patient. Thank you, Hannah. But um, yeah, I mean, I've tried to set my life up yeah. so that mm-hmm. I'm open to those things. I'm listening to those things. Yeah. I'm sensitive enough to the inspiration when it comes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can pull the threads. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a, I don't know, a, a telltale sign that, oh, this is, this is, for some reason, this is something I should pull, this thread right here. Mm-hmm. When, I, when an idea comes up, is it like connected to a certain feeling or do you just in the moment, is it just like an inspiration that you have or... Do you have like maybe a stock set? You're like, yes, that matches exactly what I'm looking totally. for right now. Yeah, so I think it's definitely a sensation. There mm-hmm. is a feeling attached to it. What I'm kind of visualizing in my head right now is like there are some ideas that are a painting on a wall. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to look at. And you could come back to it later. It's mm-hmm. still going to be there. Yeah. And then some ideas are like a door. Mm-hmm. And you're like, if I don't open the door... I'll, I'll never, never be know. able to again. Yeah. 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 And so I have to keep opening the door mm-hmm. to keep pulling on the thread. Mm-hmm. There's something behind it yeah. that I need to access. It feels so almost magnetic. Yeah. Like I, yeah. it's a it's a drawing yeah. mm-hmm. in yep. kind of like totally. that's what a door does, right? Yeah. Like totally. Even as I've been sitting here, you have a door open in the back and I can't help but look 
yeah. to the door because yeah, what's, what's behind there? Yeah, oh, it see. promotes I, curiosity. I know there's something and, back there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think what we're talking about is something all people who pursue creative work like they understand, mm-hmm. but it takes doing it over and over again to yes. to know, oh, this is a door that I should open. Totally. And I think what you're describing is super important for people who are like, how do I get honesty deeper into my work? It's like, trust that intuition. Absolutely. That thing that you feel that you're like, this is this is exciting. This yeah. is, I don't know, this is scary. This mm-hmm. might be sad. This might be devastating. Yeah, I don't know totally. what it is, but I feel the electricity and I have to go to that. That's a really great yeah. point. And it's usually faint, right? It, sometimes yeah. it's faint, sometimes it's not. But, but I if you train yourself to know what that feeling is yeah. like, but through practice, <clears throat> yeah. exactly. You know, you might think something a do- something's a door and then it's just like you open it and it's a cupboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the next time you open the door and it's like the ocean's in front of you. It's a yeah, wardrobe. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's funny what you said. It's a wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's very true what you said, Austin, about the unknown being terrifying. Mm. Um, this is where bravery comes back mm-hmm. in yeah. because, yeah. dude, half the time... I don't want to write only sad and (laughs) devastating songs. Right. But those are the doors that open themselves up in front of me. And I have realized in the past handful of years, like, maybe this is just my lot because I'm willing to go through that door. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so, like, dude, I'm not even joking. Half the songs on my next record, I've got another record written after that, half of those songs... I didn't want to write those songs. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a song about suicide that just came out mm-hmm. a month ago. Yeah. I didn't want to write that song. Yeah. But it chose me. Right. I was willing to grab my guitar when I felt the thread and, and I pulled. It. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, that specific song was unlike anything I had ever experienced because yeah. it wrote itself. Mm. I opened my mouth, yeah. I started playing the guitar, and it just... The the song that you hear on the record is the first thing I wrote. Wow. And I don't think that will ever happen again. But it just is a testament to like, yeah. dude, someone is at the other end of that door knocking. Yeah. Hey, you should open this door. You should open this door. Yeah. yeah. And even when it's terrifying, it might be the most gratifying. Right. Yeah. So I want to I want to stay there for a second because I think our lives are like artwork. we are the song Mm -hmm. we are and so it's Mm -hmm. those moments where we actually are true to the song that we are Mm -hmm. that the song comes Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. in such a profound way aligning yourself with yourself yeah yes exactly Mm -hmm. and i think it's because i've talked to a lot of different creative people and they a lot of us struggle with this sense of i feel like an imposter or I feel like I'm having to wear a mask mm-hmm. or, and, and my art is the only place I can be honest. Mm-hmm. And, and my question is always, well, then is your art really that honest? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because like you, it's gotta be all of us. We, we have to bring all of ourselves to yeah. our art. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's that kind of, once we get in the flow of, oh no, no, like this is the song I sing mm-hmm. because it's the song that is me, it becomes the most relatable Mm -hmm. thing. And so, uh, I guess in form of like affirmation or, or encouragement to, to say your songs are sad because that's the song that you're 
meant to write, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I, and I don't mean it as you have a sad life. I mean, it as for some reason, um, you will help others connect to that Mm -hmm. in in a way that no one else can. Mm -hmm. And why, why shun that? Yeah. You know, and I think we, why deprive other people of that? That's right. That as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like it it comes back to what Logan's been saying. I mean, it's all about fear and Mm -hmm. bravery. Uh, I remember one of the most, one of the most cringy, devastating moments that was also ex- extremely insightful for me. Um, my my wife's grandfather, uh, he's actually a very famous photographer, and he had a which Logan, you know who he did. Is. I can't believe. Yeah, when you, when you told me. Yeah, when we made that connection, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, we were I was at a, like a, a gallery opening of his down at a university just south of Austin, and this college student who was helping run. The, the program she during question and answer time she raised her hand she's like how do you how do you deal with being like with the imposter syndrome of, of feeling like you're kind of faking it until you make it and it was devastating he he looked at her and he was so confused because he's in his 70s he's been making photographs for like 50 years at this point it's wow. been his career it's been his life he has fully given himself into I am an artist I am a photographer this is what I do and he, like, not a hint of sarcasm or anything, he was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you know, how do you, as you're trying to make your work, how do you get over feeling like an imposter? And he genuinely was like, I don't know if I understand your question. Mm-hmm. Like, he had no clue what she was talking mm-hmm. about. Which was, like, devastating, but also so insightful. Because in that moment, I was I saw what it means to fully embrace mm-hmm. being an artist who is in touch with whatever your lot is. Right. And always turning and opening the door, no totally. matter what. Totally. And being like, there's no reason for me to fear being an imposter because this is exactly who I am. This is this honest is to me. Yeah, and this yeah. is what I do. Yeah. I yeah. think that's interesting. I'm going to see if I can connect these two thoughts from Austin, what you just said, and Michael, you said something a second ago. So everybody's on their own journey. Everyone Mm -hmm. has their own story. Mm -hmm. Like that's why art can still be fresh. If you're being honest and you're, you're telling your story, there's no way that it can't be new and Mm -hmm. fresh, even if it's similar to something you've heard before. Um, so you know, the girl asking the question mm-hmm. to your grandfather, she's in college. She's at the beginning of her, hit, right. her journey. Right. He is, whatever you said, 50 yeah. years 50 down. 50 years down, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but that goes back to what you were saying, Michael, about the guy who can only be honest in his songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy's on his own journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say that he can't be honest. Right within his songs just because he's not honest in his life. Mm -hmm. I just know for me, I can't be truly honest and as open as I want to be in my songwriting if I don't be honest in in Mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it might be hard eventually for that guy to reconcile. He's got two different lives. It might come back to bite him later in some way, right? Yeah. And his life looking different than his art might like the lie might give him mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. love, half trust from the art, yeah. mm-hmm. but then also come back to be mistrust yeah. in his life. Like yeah. it's just not aligned, right? Yeah. yeah. And and how can people 
trust something like that. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think what, I think too, like what, what we don't want to say is that, that one is wrong or right. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, one pursuit of it is wrong or right, but Mm -hmm. rather we are finding a thread of what might be, um, an ideal or a, Mm -hmm. a good pursuit to be honest across all Mm -hmm. may be what's good. Um, but it doesn't make people trying to, uh, wrestle wrong. Like they, like you're saying they have to figure out what part of the journey their life Mm -hmm. is in. Mm -hmm. I wanted to pull on that thread a little bit to go, Hey, if you're feeling that way, you're listening to this podcast and you're like, dang, am I failing? Cause I'm not being honest with everything. And I do feel like an imposter sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I don't think you're failing. Uh, and I want to encourage you to keep going Yeah, because absolutely. we are somewhere down the line in our journey sure. where we've tried to do this for mm-hmm. a long time too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's been a pursuit of yours for a long time. And so we actually want to stand here or sit here and say, no, 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 the journey you're on, keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're there. You will not fail in being, uh, the artist you are meant to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's the safety in, Mm -hmm. I think this conversation of honesty, keep, keep Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of that being said, I do often still feel the imposter syndrome. Yep. Yeah. I do constantly come, mm-hmm. um, I feel the friction and the tension mm-hmm. with choosing to be honest. Yeah. You know, most of my family can't listen to my music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then most of my extended family, they don't even get it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that is some sort of, price mm-hmm. to pay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so all I'm trying to say is like, yeah, I, I still feel yeah. these things all the time as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you ever, I mean, I think your grandfather's probably an exception, right. but he's also got 50 right. years under <laughs> exactly. his belt, right? Yeah. Like this is what he does. Yeah. yeah. I think I also wonder, like most of my imposter syndrome it doesn't come from like, am I an artist? Right. Am I a musician? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I do it. Yeah. Like I, mm-hmm. I do those things. And so I am. Yeah. My thing is like, am I any good? Exactly. Is yeah. any of this yeah. worth it? Yeah. 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 Is this worth my time and my efforts? <clears throat> yeah. And a lot of the things we're circling around right now, uh, I want to bring up the book do it. by Julia Cameron yes, again, do it. The Artist's Way. Of course. Um, the Artist's Way is her first book in a series for creative healing, mm-hmm. I believe is how she, she mm-hmm. calls it. Um, so much of it is her convincing anyone to believe you are creative, you were born to be, you are an artist. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know your medium. Yeah. Maybe you aren't doing it right now. Mm. Um, and she talks a lot about imposter syndrome. She talks a lot about just what it is to be an artist that I have found incredibly helpful. Um, so I I recommend that book to anyone. It's Mm -hmm. great to do, uh, in groups. If you don't have anybody to do that with, it is amazing on your own as well. Yeah. Um, so just 
love that. Throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. love that. What as a resource? Uh, actually, because I, I think, I think Michael and I have talked about possibly even checking out this book. Mm-hmm. So maybe for you personally, and for anyone listening, um, as you went through it, you when we originally chatted about this, you said that you and was it Mason? Yep, my Melbourne friend Mason, yeah. Sasquatch Mansfield. Yep, you and, guys uh, went through it together. And yeah, he actually led our group because he's done it several times before. Mm-hmm. I've got a little artist community that Sasquatch and I started. Yeah. Um, and so it was all of us. Yes. Mostly musicians, That's a couple cool. filmmakers. Yeah. But That's we did cool. it together. When well, you went through it, maybe for anyone listening, as and as we're kind of thinking about it, um, especially as it relates to this conversation around honesty and your work, um, what do you have any like big takeaways that you had sure. from that as you went through this exercise? Yeah, I mean, when I was going through the book, the book actually demands quite a bit from you. Mm. You know, it, it requires that you do something called morning pages, which is, which is basically just like a morning journal. Yeah, cool. Um, there's activities and thought puzzles and like asking yourself questions um to go it's it's a workbook mm-hmm. really yeah mm-hmm. um so as much as it demanded from me i found myself more aligned with my process and feeling the worth mm-hmm. um the confidence in what i'm doing i think those are the biggest takeaways while i'm going through it i'll say that if you're in a place where you want to become more honest in your writing or even just honest with yourself, mm-hmm. this is a amazing place to start mm-hmm. because it, it truly demands so much yeah. uh, honesty, sincerity, yeah. and just looking at yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty tough. Like, you know, we had a weekly meeting, almost every meeting, someone was in tears. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Through self-realization right, and right. disappointing yourself. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, victories. Like, mm. I can't believe I've pushed past this thing. Yeah. Um, so, if you're looking to be more honest in your writing and honest with yourself, this is a, a fantastic place to start. But I will say, go into it when you have the mental, emotional mm. capacity. Mm. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a ride, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think that that is what artistic honesty mm-hmm. requires all the time. Yeah. Right. So if you're not willing to to bear that burden, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it's not maybe it's not time yet. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Take your yeah. time, but when you choose to, there will be a a little bit of suffering involved. And I think yeah. that's required. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. That's I cool. love that. Great. Man, Logan, thank you so much yeah. for chatting with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Thanks for bearing with me through all of my um, twists and turns. Uh, I, I mean, this it. is basically what we do, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we have severe ADHD yeah, maybe, and a lot of maybe, concussions yeah. as well. Should we just change the name of the podcast? <laughs> ADHD podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. a little tangent. Yeah, a little tangent. Um, no, I like seriously, <laughs> just A, to even welcome us into your home. Yeah. Um, one thing Austin and I really try to do is in every way we think about this podcast, we want it to uh, present itself in the same line of what we're going to teach, mm-hmm. if you will, or mm-hmm. not teach. That's a dumb word. Like what we're experiencing, we yeah. want the 
the podcast to embody that mm-hmm. um, because to be different than who we are feels dishonest. So yeah. even um, in this to be talking about you opening your life up in your art to uh, the world, mm-hmm. you have also opened up your home for us to come and sit with you. Yeah. And that just displays that mm-hmm. for everyone listening yeah. and for us, my heart is warmed by that to yeah. go, Oh my gosh, this is what it means mm-hmm. to open our, my heart to, to people and to be authentic and yeah. sincere with my life is, uh, you've embodied that for me today. Yeah. And I just wanted to thank you for that yeah, definitely. because I think the vibe and the, just the, the places we went today would not have gone there if not in that first invitation to yeah. come be here with you. Yeah, and definitely. so thank you for doing that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are welcome here. Thanks man. And to get meta about it, honestly, uh, you opening your home to us has left me inspired and ready to go be more mm-hmm. honest as I go into my own work from this conversation. So yep. it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, go check out wild man on wherever you listen to music and enjoy that we have thoroughly enjoyed our time with him today and just keep keep pursuing your journey keep going and i hope that you experience some form of inspiration Mm -hmm. for that today thank you all for joining us have a great rest of your day thanks for having me on there's only been one story that i'm always trying to
Self-titled bio 